welcome to my podcast where I basically just talk nonsense for 30 minutes. Um, hope you enjoy. Um, I decided I wanted to make a podcast. <laughs> and now I'm here and I'm doing it, I guess. Um, it might sound like shit. I'm not trying to be self-deprecating because I'm not trying to be like, ooh, it's going to be crappy, like, haha, I'm so quirky. No, no, it just, it might actually sound like shit because it's just kind of like on a book, like, to elevate it a bit closer to my mouth, but I'm just laying down in my bed at my parents' house and there's definitely background noise. So, sorry if anyone actually listens to this, um... The quality may not be perfect, <laughs> but I've told myself that if this is something I stick with, I'll actually like buy a mic, you know? If I even just like do it for a few weeks in a row and I'm enjoying it, like I'll buy a mic as soon as I, as soon as, I don't know, if things open up again and I can buy a mic. Because yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Um, and I just feel like I've, okay, so yeah, yeah, okay, let me back it up. I've always wanted to have a podcast. Like, I have been listening to podcasts for a pretty long time, sorry, and I've really wanted to make one, but yeah, okay, so basically I've just always really wanted one, and I have been seriously talking about making one for probably uh, two years now, honestly. I think me and my friends kind of joked about it on and off, like me and many different friends joked about it on and off, but I had this one that I recorded with my friend Kayla who I'm like Kayla if you ever listen to this I hope you do me the honor of film like recording another podcast I guess you could say (laughs) with me but we were in my backyard at my parents house once in like grade 11 or 12 and we just were chilling and I did a little podcast where I interviewed Kayla and it was actually really funny. I don't think most of my podcasts are going to be that funny because I think one of the reasons it was funny was because she was in it and she's funny. But after I did that, I was like, wow, this is so fun. And so, yeah, you kind of, you get the gist of it. I've wanted one for a while. Um, but it was kind of challenging because I kind of was like, I don't really know what niche I fall into, you know? I feel like there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm going to make a current events or like a politics podcast. I'm going to make a true crime podcast. I'm going to make a, I don't know, lifestyle or like a calming or self-help podcast. And I was like, I, well, I don't think I could help with self-help. But at the same time, a lot of those things, it's like, I kind of want to dip my toes in all of those. (laughs) Dip my toes. Is that weird? I want to dip my toes. Okay, anyways, I want to like try out all of those things, but I just, I don't think I'm going to just strictly be any one of those things. And I kind of, so I'm a political science major. I'm a university student, as I was kind of saying earlier. Um, Or was I even saying that earlier? I've tried to record this a few times, so... (laughs) It's kind of the lines are blurring of what I have said yet and what I haven't said yet. But um I'm a political science major and I I love politics and I love talking policy. I love talking current events and I love debating and I love I'm following obviously the 
um, Democratic nomination um, right now, which is going on between Biden and Bernie Sanders and, you know, all that good stuff that's really fun. It's like drama and it's like exciting. And I was like totally thinking I could make a podcast that kind of revolved around, you know, just my kind of reaction to political things. But the reason, I don't know, I just was like, do I want to do that every week? I love politics, but I learn about it in school. I talk about it with my family. I talk about it with my friends. Like, it's such a big part of my life. And so that that's definitely going to be an aspect of what I want to do on this podcast. Like, I definitely sometimes want to have, like, full-blown podcasts that are just, like, totally political and just, like you know debates and coverage and like maybe we could like I don't know like just like silly obviously I want it to still be kind of fun and lighthearted. I don't want it to be like sad and depressing parts of politics um because we have to deal with that enough in our real lives (laughs) but um yeah so I want to definitely do that sometimes I'm thinking um those are the ones that I would love for my friends who are also pretty um, interested in that stuff to kind of join with me because I think that stuff is really fun. Um, but yeah, on another kind of thing, um, another kind of dimension to this podcast is sometimes I just want it to be like conversations or interviews with, you know, friends or just people who I look up to, you know, like if I could ever be so, you know, lucky to have someone who I think is like really cool, um, and yeah, that, that a lot of the times that would probably honestly just be my friends. But I think a lot of my friends have, are good at a lot of things and I think they have good stuff to say. So I would definitely love to, yeah, like just kind of interview them and talk to them. Interview sounds so formal. It'd probably just more be like us drinking a bit and <laughs> having a conversation. But I still think that would just be so fun and honestly a lot of this too it's like I just can kind of like look back at it in a few years and and be like oh yeah like wow you know 2020 like that's when the world was falling apart throwback like what that's what was I doing back then you know um you know I hope the world isn't falling apart but it feels like it is because of yeah coronavirus which okay I'll get into that in a sec because I I have things I want to say about that um but yeah, so anyways, that's kind of like my goal with this, but you know, sometimes I want to talk about like kind of like more lifestyle things and sometimes I want to talk about more silly things and yeah, I really hope that my friends will want to do this with me and I think they will, but I don't know, I haven't asked yet, <laughs> so hopefully they do, but um, yeah, I've also been diving a lot more into living kind of a more simple, slightly more, I would say like minimalist in a sense um, and environmentally sustainable lifestyle. It's just been like, I think I've always, and I want to do like an entire podcast on kind of like my journey, but I don't really think I'm like in the place to make it yet. Cause I think I still have a lot of learning to do and a lot of like things that, um, you know, are like, (laughs) there's a lot I want to do to improve my kind of like waste reduction and improve my, um, you know, my sustainability, um, before I make a full podcast, podcast talking about like how much I've improved. Cause I don't know if I'm totally at like my final form yet. Um, and I probably never will be honestly, but, um, yeah. Okay. So that's kind of my thing. Okay. This is what I want to talk about. So I'm going to talk about kind of all of that stuff today. 
And I think like a lot of the times I record this, I kind of just think it would be cool to just kind of like brush off everything, like not brush off, like touch on everything that I'm doing um, and kind of all of those topics. But then I'll have some that are kind of like more focused. Okay, I think I've been word vomiting for long enough now. Um, and so I can just skip this part and yeah, kind of give you guys a little, a little idea as to like what the world is like right now. So right now the world's kind of fucked up. Like, I don't know. Are you allowed to swear on podcasts? I like, don't know, but yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Um, should I stop swearing? You know what? that's that's another podcast (laughs) I'm like having all these ideas for podcasts even though probably won't actually record that but anyways um yeah so the world's pretty messed up right now and that's mostly because of the coronavirus it totally is you know affecting everyone in little and big ways me personally I was uh you know on a semester abroad living my true you know white girl goes abroad and doesn't stop talking about it fantasy and I was abroad, and I was in Italy, and I was in Veneto, so immediately, like, yeah, alarm bells are probably going off in your head. If you know anything about the how the epidemic spread in Europe, it started pretty much in that, like, really close to where I was. I was in Venice, and Veneto is the region that Venice is in, um, and the breakout was in Lombardy, which is where Milan is, and... Um, Benito, which is where Venice is. And sorry to Italian people, I'm probably saying those names wrong, but in my defense, I only got to be in Italy for six weeks, so I didn't really get to <laughs> perfect my Italian accent. Because what happened was I was actually on a train to Milan and I got a notification from my school just saying like like everyone was kind of freaking about out about the virus, and I got a notification from my school being like, um, oh, we're, you know, shutting down school for this week um, because of the virus. And I was kind of like, okay, well, that's chill. Like, no school for a week. Like, I was going to miss a day of class anyways. Like, whatever, that's fine. Um, Because at this point, it really was still quite small. Went to Milan, and on our last day in Milan, we were leaving to go back to Venice, me and two of my uh, closest friends. And... um, a bunch of the trains that were supposed to go into Venice um, all get shut down. Just like shut down so quick. Um, and so we're just like stranded in Milan. Oh, oh, okay. I'll edit that out if I can figure out how. <laughs> um, but yeah, all the trains leaving Milan to Venice were fucking closed. And so we had no way to get home. Luckily, we kind of, you know, were, we figured our shit out. We ended up getting on a bus that was going to, uh, like, Budapest, but it was stopping in Mestre, which is, like, the city outside of Venice, and so everything ended up working, but yeah, that's when I kind of realized, like, oh, shit, this was kind of scary, and so I was taking it pretty seriously, I'd say, in Venice, like, you know, I was only going to the grocery store. I was only in Venice for a few days after that too. I I left Venice pretty promptly because I was like, yeah, I don't want to get stuck here. Like this is no shade, um, or no disrespect to Italy because I actually totally adored it there. Um, but I just didn't want to be stuck 
um, in the epicenter, you know, in case things, you know, were to close down and go on lockdown, um, which is exactly what ended up happening. So yeah, it ended up, I think, totally being like the right call, but it was totally a hard one to make. And I uh, ended up traveling around a bit and then my school officially called us back and I flew back to Canada. By the time I flew back to Canada, I'd actually been out of uh, Italy for over for I think like 13 days and so then my last day I just didn't really see many people um and then I was out of Italy for 14 days and I had no symptoms or anything so I was like okay I feel good that's good but by the time I got home only a few days after getting home it like totally spread and infected throughout like all of Canada so yeah that brings us to where we are now um it's kind of rocking everyone's shit a little bit because you know, suddenly, you know, the economy's crashing, schools are closed, um, governments just are, like, scrambling to figure out how to deal with this, and on top of that, just, like, everyone's self-isolating, um, but, you know, it's really scary, and, like, this is, like, not me at all, like, undermining the serious effects of this, but there are some really nice things that I just thought I should say, because it's kind of nice to focus on more positive things. Um, I've noticed some nice things that have been happening in lieu of the virus. And what I've noticed is that, so like everyone is trying to like get outside once a day, you know, for like 30 minutes or something. And so parks are actually like really cute. Like there's people playing sports, although I actually don't really know if that's allowed, but like it's kind of a nice idea still. There's so many people biking. Today, I I literally bought a bike today. And then I went and biked for three hours because I was like, I'm bored. And I just want to like go outside because also gyms are closed. My yoga studio, I really love hot yoga um, and my yoga studio is closed. And so, yeah, it just, it's like a challenging time. But like, I feel like it's really kind of pleasant to see people like not shopping. And I just feel like, you know, on a kind of serious level, like, North America, like is Canada too. It's it's not as intense as the United States, but it's still quite intense in the respect that it's it's like so capitalist and so capitalist capitalistic. I don't even know if that's a word, but like driven through a capitalist kind of ideology, and it's kind of nice to see people that are just like focusing on their health. And I know a lot of people are still working, but like people are just like being careful and they're reading more and they're playing board games more and they're biking more and they're going to the parks more and it's kind of you know maybe there's a silver lining in all of this that it's kind of cool to see people getting outside um again it's not cool because I wish it was not at this cost you know this is like definitely a scary thing but yeah um Anyways, that's kind of my thoughts on my perspective. I'm now just like adjusting to living at home again. I wasn't expecting to live at home for another two and a half months. So um, I'm also not used to not being a student. I'm 20, uh, turning 21 soon. So yeah, pretty excited about that. But (laughs) I'm turning 21 soon. But um, I have lived from since I was five. So like the past almost 16 years of my whole life. I have been in some form of education and some form of class with the exception of like summers and now I am just out of school 
um, until the summer semester starts. So yeah, I'm doing a summer semester to catch up now. And yeah, that was really, I just gave a really comprehensive um, explanation of what happened, or at least my perspective about the coronavirus. Um, Okay, yeah, so I did, there were some things about the coronavirus that were maybe a little more political that I thought um, I wanted to mention. One is that Trump, uh, there's been talk in the Trump admin um, to put troops along the Canadian border. Uh, the Canadian-American border, I think it's like one of the longest undefended borders like in the history of borders. <laughs> that was not very um, well-spoken, but you get the point. But yeah, he wants to put troops along the Canadian border. And in the Global News article I was reading about this, it almost verbatim said, this border has never statistically really shown Okay, this is not verbatim. I'm definitely paraphrasing. But what I interpreted from this was that it is literally never shown that this border, like there's such a low incidence rate of people illegally crossing. Um, and it's never really happened before because usually Canadians will just cross at the border stations because, yeah, Canadians aren't really the type of people um, to run across borders, you know, like, not saying that, like, oh, other people are, but, like, Canadians, we're just, it's, honestly, it's true, like, we're pretty polite, and we're pretty, we kind of mind our own business up here, you know, um, and I just thought this was really funny, and I was talking about it with my brother, and we are just kind of laughing, because it's, like, America, it, well, it's not funny, it's funny in a dark way, because America is getting hit so hard right now with the coronavirus, and it's actually, totally tragic and it shows that there needs to be more systemic change um and obviously they need freaking health care like I think we all know that especially because they're like one of I think the only like fully developed country without some form of accessible health care um but anyways we were saying like here in Canada we have like free health care you know we're all self-isolating like who's trying to sneak into America right now? Like, is that the best use of like money, like from the government, like of government resources? Like, I don't know. You don't even have healthcare. Like, I don't know. It's just, you don't, what, what do, what do we want that's there? I don't know. I just thought it was funny and I thought it was, but I also thought it was wasteful and I thought it was unnecessary. So, um, yeah, that's a little Trump update. Oh yeah. He keeps calling it the Chinese virus. Like, come on. That's kind of inherently racist. If you're going to blame someone, blame the bats. Or just call it the coronavirus. And at this point, it's spread all around the world. So now this is everyone's virus now, baby. (laughs) Like, I don't know what. Yeah, that's just, that's the little Trump update. Um, Another thing, though, that's kind of cool about this from a like political perspective is that I feel like it is showing, um, it's kind of shedding light on the competence, competency of like different country leaders and, you know, how different governments in general, not even just country leaders, but like just government, g- yeah, governments in general are able to like react to the, um, to such a drastic kind of change and issue and what they're doing for their people because really at the end of the day like 
if you're in a democratic society, you know, your government is supposed to be helping serve you, the people. Um, and so it's good to see that I think a lot of governments, at least I, I, maybe I'm, I'm kind of biased because in Canada, I have actually been pretty impressed with how they're working. And I think there's like a lot to be done still, but they have been working in a timely fashion and they are answering a lot of people's questions. Um, so it's cool to see the different government structures and the different, you know, dynamics that play in various governments and how they're reacting to this. But I guess another silver lining (laughs) besides the whole park thing, um, would be that it's cool that I think, I think something I'm really hopeful about is that coming out of this, we're going to have a really high demand. I'm hoping but from people and citizens mostly, and hopefully government officials too, but I more so mean this from the citizen perspective of, yeah, people demanding stronger government structures and systems, um, whether that is economic or, you know, public health focused, that account and kind of have like a little back account, backup plan for when things like this happen. I know a lot of people may make the argument that well, you know, you don't really expect an epidemic or, you know, whatever. But the thing is, you know, a lot of unexpected things happen all the time and we need structures that support people that are not so fragile. Um, And, you know, we need to figure out how to kind of work in these situations because the world is really complicated and with, you know, I feel like there's a lot of risks. (laughs) There's a lot of things that could go wrong, you know, and you know, we might not be able to prepare for all of them, but like, I think this could really help strengthen, um, those kind of systems that we almost maybe don't even really think about until now. Like we never maybe didn't really used to think about them before. And yeah, this maybe is a tangent, but I'm hoping to see some progressive policy after this. And I have a feeling that I may not be the only one. So I think that's kind of like what I'm hoping comes out of this. And I also, I hope it ends soon because I think everyone can relate that we're getting a little crazy. Um, not being able to kind of like go back to living your life normally and stuff. So yeah, um, this new and transitional phase has been a kind of cool time in my life in the sense that it although it's been challenging for me like you know coming back and not having things go according to plan and then you know just the anxiety of like an epidemic like you know doesn't really help but I've been trying really hard lately to be more environmentally sustainable and conscious and um yeah I've just trying to speak it into existence because I've always been decently good when it comes to like being a good environmental citizen in the sense that like I grew up in a city that's pretty environmentally progressive you know I use public transit you know when I was when I was living in um, the city I live in before I would use public transit almost every day to get to school or work and um or I'd just walk I don't have a car so wasn't really using a car or uber or anything like that very often um I've always you know compost recycled uh, and then had a waste bin as well. I'm like not a stranger to, um, I'm really gassing myself up right now, but uh, there's a point to this, I swear. Um, and I've always 
bought secondhand like clothes. I didn't really used to buy secondhand things other than clothes. But when I was in Europe, I just felt like these standards that I was setting for myself were kind of lazy. And that doesn't mean, I don't mean that in a mean way, but I just, I knew I could be doing more. I could be recycling better. You know, sometimes I wasn't sorting properly. I could, there's just so much, there was just a lot of waste. And, and I'm not even, I don't think a super wasteful person, but when, but I just felt like, you know, the way I was living, it could be reduced, you know, self-improvement. There was room for it. So, um, yeah, I've been on a new kick and I want to talk about the new things that I have been doing because they've been really rewarding and it's cool trying new things. (laughs) That sounded like such a simple statement. It is fun to try new things. Um, but like, yeah, it has, it actually has been super cool. And I totally encourage, again, if anyone literally ever were to listen to this, encourage you to try some of the things I've been doing because I've, I don't know why I swear to God right now, this is one of the things in my life that is bringing me the most joy. (laughs) Um, so the first thing I did, and I'll tell you guys too, I'll tell you guys, (laughs) uh, sorry, it's funny to me how I'm like, okay. Um, I'll, I'll let you know too, that like not everything I've tried, has been super successful some of the things that I've tried to adapt to that have been like zero waste or like I don't know more um sustainably conscious kind of idea um they haven't been that good some of them most of them have been really good and really rewarding but some of them I'm kind of like iffy about so the first thing I did is I got um these like makeup uh, like a set of five makeup um removing pads but they're just like actually just like uh, fabric. And I noticed I just felt like I was visiting my friend Julia when I was in Denmark when I was abroad. And I, um, when I was abroad, <laughs> um, but when I was visiting her, I, she like is pretty like, she's on top of it. You know, she like, she is like zero waste kind of idea, kind of lifestyle. And um, she, her garbage like we didn't fill it up very fast and I noticed that both of us like we weren't really making that much garbage except for the bathroom garbage which was me because after I took my makeup off well or just like my rose water like whatever I would just throw that little cotton pad in the garbage every night and I was like that's kind of a lot um and I kind of feel bad because it doesn't feel necessary and so she had one of these little makeup removing reusable pads and I was like you know what that's really smart I should do that So I, um, so I got that little set of them and I think they're like 10 bucks, which maybe that sounds expensive, but they're super cute and I'll, I, they're such good sturdy quality. I really don't see why I wouldn't have them for a really long time. Um, and then I got, I got the toothpaste tab. So if you don't know what they are, they're kind of like, I'm guessing it's like baking soda and then like natural oils like spearmint and whatever whatever and charcoal and like whatever it's all good stuff um and it's like ethically sourced and whatever and there instead of like a toothpaste that comes out of a tube it's like these little tabs now I don't really know how I feel about these to be honest um if you see them like I they were kind of expensive in my honest opinion for what they are 
they do work though and like they are a really good option so yeah that's kind of the update on that one um another thing I did is I've also just been trying to thrift things that I wouldn't have thrifted in the past um which has been cool like it's been kind of like a fun challenge I'm moving out of so I was supposed to be moving into my um I was supposed to be moving from Italy directly to my new apartment because I'm moving in with three new or three of my friends for my fourth year of university um and anyways I have to decorate that apartment so I've been totally trying to like look for things at the thrift stores and furnitures uh, furniture and like kitchenware and like things like that um oh I've also been saving jars too kind of on a side note but um and that's been a fun challenge which has been really rewarding because it's like the fun thing about buying stuff it's the build-up you know and then when you have it, it it actually is more so functional at least for me that's how I feel and so yeah that has been all super fun stuff um but today I took the biggest sleep and that is that I got a bike and I went bicycling and it was so it is actually like it has made me so happy and I actually like I got a little basket for it it's like a pink little Schwinn it's really cute Schwinn is the brand um I said that kind of weird but yeah so I got this bike and I literally biked for three hours which I have not done something like that in so long and with all the gyms and yoga and everything being closed it was the first time I was like having fun while doing something like super physical like I go on walks and hikes but like you know biking it's it's different um and it was literally so fun and I'm just raving about it and I feel like people are like oh yeah biking like duh but it's also so environmentally friendly and healthy and I'm just like so stoked that I got this bike because today was also a super nice day and I feel like spring we're like we're starting to you know go into spring now it's March what is it it's March 27th yeah so it's almost April and it was so nice like honestly having this bike um and just like feeling the sun and the wind and like just like zooming along it was just it was really nice and yeah I think that is some, one of those kind of I find sometimes with like the sustainability things it's like it's kind of hard at first because like a bike isn't cheap like riding the bus is two dollars or whatever it's actually free because I'm a student um but you know bikes oh that's like three four hundred dollars you know maybe even more and it's one of those things where I I find some of these things that you might want to do to become more sustainable they they do um they cost a little bit more up front but it's worth it and I feel like today was a good moment where it was like this was totally worth doing it so yeah <laughs> go bike I think that's the message I'm trying to send honestly through all of this it's just that you should go bike um but yeah, I'm going to wrap it up here because I feel like I've raved about biking and I've talked a lot about the virus and mostly I've talked enough about myself. So yeah, this is my first episode, um, my first zode. <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, I hope you like it. Um, if anyone, again, if anyone actually listens to this, thank you. 
Um, and if you've actually stuck, stuck around all the way till now, thank you even more. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I hope to do this again. Honestly, this felt really fun. This felt like a cleansing experience for me. (laughs) Just kind of like getting a lot of this off my chest. I don't know. Just felt nice. Um, if you like this, you can follow me. I don't really know how podcasting works. I don't know if you follow, but yeah, subscribe. I don't know. All right. Peace out. Thanks for listening to my podcast.